Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we have the Footy Fantasy team today, minus EJ, who will be recording this. Uchi, uh, thanks for joining. My pleasure, all the time. Uh, the Liverpool man, the Scouser, <laughs> who's excited yeah, to be here. <laughs> Scouser. Scouser in the house. Thanks for coming, Ola. Yeah, well, the, the guy say he says it with a little bit of, <clears throat> of time, like, like, yeah, I'm among United fans. Let me boast a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you blame me? We suffered nah, for so long. We I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man. <laughs> I'm just looking for how I can throw you out of here. Bro. <laughs> uh, before we go ahead, uh, everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, as you continue to share like subscribe let me tell you where you can find us facebook is extraordinary footy fan thanks for all the views subscribers uh for subscribe for youtube is footy fantasy uh, twitter is footy 80 fantasy instagram uh, is fantasy footy and we also have a, a podcast anywhere you get your pods whatever platform you get your pods you can find us on uh, near our podcast show is the footy fantasy podcast today we'll be reviewing uh, a couple of the key games from the English Premier League. We'll review the Spurs, the, the Jose pair battle um, that we get every season. We've got it for the last seven, eight years. We review Liverpool Leicester performance. Bernard was just coming back to his, his old stomping ground. Uh, then we chat about Leeds and Arsenal, which is very interesting. Then we'll give our weekly awards. We'll end with our weekly awards moment. Um, all our addresses, let me just make sure to make all our addresses run. See, so we are at the end of the pod. So if you're watching this video and you are curious, just go to the end. See our addresses there. Follow us on all of our platforms. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's good we start with, uh, let's start with the big game of the week. Kind of, I think. That was the big game. Uh, Buchi, take us into sports. What did we learn about sports? What did we learn about Man City? <laughs> nothing new. I wish we could have learned something new, but nothing. Where we we basically watch those guys revert to style, do the same thing they've always done whenever they play each other, which is one of them is negative, the other one is positive, but one of them seems to always want to win. I'm sorry, both of them want to win, but one seems to not care about how he wins. The other one seems to care about how, how I do it. Um, style versus substance. That's what, how I see it. Um, Massive came out of that game with a 60 to uh, 65 over almost 70. I just call it average 70 because it was a high 60, 60s uh, percentage of possession. Four times the amount of shots. Maybe like 20. I'm serious. It's like 10 to 20 times the amount of crosses, double the amount of passes. I'm still lost woefully. Like it was a 2-0 in football is actually a wicked score because they, <laughs> they, they whooped them. Like 1-0 first half, 1-0 second half. Like you, you look at this game and you go, what exactly is the problem with sport, uh, with City? And what exactly is the problem? Um, what, what exactly is the difference between sports and City? In the sense that it was a, a good clash of styles. Pep wanted to be expansive and he was expansive. He did everything he did. Mourinho didn't care. Mourinho seemed to have drilled these boys into, we just need one chance. Beat them, and we go on. 
And yeah, that was, that was what it was. One mistake in the first half. That was all it took. One mistake. First five minutes, that game was over. After five minutes, it was over. You could see that. City kept trying. Yeah, they were lucky with the goal. And yeah, that goal was a little bit unlucky. In that, that foul was almost 50-50, but it was a, a valid foul. But the level of defending from City again was poor. The level of defending from Spurs was superb. And that was the big difference between the two teams was that, that Spurs were clinical and defended better. They were not better than City in any other part of the game. And they ended City's title chances yesterday and boosted their own, which is what, what I came out of that game was Moreno is back. Um, this was vintage Moreno. Moreno coming into the game playing mind games with Pep, Pastelli. Yeah, you picked that up. <laughs> I picked that up. He played all those yeah. mind games. Got into the game. Got his main players to do well. Bought on his sub. His sub did well. And whereas from everything from um, Pep was a rap, like that's what it felt like. Because this was a chance for Spurs to go out and do something, for City to go out and do something. They did not. They did the same problem they've had. And this goes back seasons. This goes back seasons. We can go back to um, Pep versus Poch. I'll play, I'll play. Against, uh, I played Spurs in the uh, what's it called semi final of the Premier, uh, Champions League, loses the game. The last two times Spurs have played um, City, they've shot like what 50 60? Like it, the number is out of this world. Like they shot enough shots against Spurs in the last two games to win five games, mm-hmm. and they lost 2 0 both times. When the last time City lost to Arsenal, similar pattern, last time City lost to United, similar pattern. I can. Keep calling City losses, and you find the same pattern. But with this first team, they seem to be in that frame of mind where it doesn't matter how we win. We're just going to win. Eight games on beating. In those eight games, there have been big wins and small wins and ugly wins. The comeback win against West Brom, the mauling of United, and then this scalp of City it shows you that this team seems to be in the mood. And I'm afraid of Pause. I'm looking at them, I'm going, okay, I'm putting you on one side in that we got Liverpool and City, and I'm taking City out of that. Spurs, Chelsea, and Liverpool are the top three teams. And come December 26th, Spurs are in there. I'm going to be like saying, ah, these guys could win the title. Uh, that's my take from the game. Yeah, real quick, let me really check with you. What was the mind game played Sterling? Um, if you remember that Sterling went. Um, went out, he didn't play for England, and then so he came home. And this guy started complaining about it since Wednesday. He kept talking about it. Like, even when I started telling the England manager, oh, because England manager said something about, oh, some players uh, pressurizing him. He said, hey, name there. Like, oh, when my player uh, left the England national team, he didn't play for two games. Oh, this guy's training on Friday. He's going to play in the game. Like, he basically made the whole discussion about how. Um, Man City seems to be getting preferential treatment. Nobody was talking about anything else <laughs> before the game. Well, probably got into Pep's mind, and that's how Pep yeah, left him on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pep ended up putting Raheem on the bench, and I, the I'm bench. sure I'm sure Raheem could have started that match. But because of what um, uh, Mourinho said, Pep ended up putting him on the bench. <laughs> Just that's, quite right. that's quite right. 
And no matter how good Ferran Torres' form was midweek, he hasn't really picked up in the Premier League yet. So I'm, don't get me wrong, the guy scored four goals or so this season. So he's been good, but he hasn't hit the form of selling Mares to, you know, he's not really the danger man yet in the Premier League. Yeah, 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 yeah. So benching him, benching Spurs uh, selling for um, Torres was really, you know, benching a main guy because you have to be honest. This KDB selling right now. Yeah, the top two. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah. Everything goes to two of them. Allah, right. any quick thoughts? Quickly. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with um, Gucci, and uh, we've spoken about this. It's very strange that Man City. That used to smash smash teams four nil five nil. This season they have only ten goals in eight games, so they're they're definitely struggling for goals, and um, they don't even look like scoring many goals. It's not like they're creating clear cut chances, you know. They, they just they just seem to be a team. Who, I can't say they lack confidence, but maybe there's they might need to tweak some things, you know. They might need to because it, it, they look too predictable now. They look too predictable, right. and um, when you're going to start um, playing games, like every, from now to January, there'll be games every three days. You know, I don't know if Pep is going to have enough time on the training ground to be teaching them new tricks, you know, because most of the games now will just be, okay, you play the game, then you recover, and then you play the next game. There won't be much time on the training ground. So I don't know where is he going to get the time to teach them different attacking tactics, because it just seems too predictable. So yeah, it's it's worrying for them. I know you signed a new two-year contract, but I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe this should have been the last season for him. <laughs> it's going like this. Yeah, if it keeps going like this, I don't see him. Uh, even if they're wrong. buying Messi, buying Messi won't solve this next season. <laughs> buying Messi won't solve this. I'll they, be a disaster, but that's a story for another day. That's yeah. a story for another day, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that's my thoughts basically. Thoughts, those, okay. are, those are my thoughts. Yeah. My quick thoughts about it. I would use two sayings. One is the saying of Mario, and that's what it seems his team pretty much typified in this game is the team that has the ball has the fear. You know, he, he says that thing. I think he's saying that thing from his days at Inter. You know, the person who has the ball, who has the position, has the fear. Really, he wants to take advantage of mistakes. Then I go to Pep, and I saw this saying on uh, Twitter. So I'm going to paraphrase on you know, somebody's Twitter. It wasn't my saying. I think it was even uh, Musa's Okonga's Twitter. Pep has built using this is a Star Wars, you know, a Star Wars that of facing Star Wars. Pep has built a Death Star, but in, in building this Death Star, he has literally let everyone know the coordinates on how to bomb the Death Star. Yeah. That, is that 100% hits everything on the nail on the head? When I watch City, the, and in my opinion, my um, interpretation of that, when I watch City, it is too easy to to attack city where it hurts it's just too easy one ball over the top you are in like it's too easy to attack city now and that is their major major problem their position is very stale like what you said you know this is just sit back be compact once you can win the ball you are, it's wide open you know it's like i10 expressway it's wide open <laughs> so that, that's a simple way it's without going too much we have all that other games to talk about <laughs> going to all oh Liverpool, Leicester City. <laughs> this game. <laughs> you know, people don't know what this game was, but typically in my private chats with my United fans, they know what this game did to me. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know. What are your thoughts? 
apologies in advance for whatever we did. No, 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 no. I just say it's a bad thing. You don't know what to do. No, 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 no. I'll go as you. That's bad. Do as you. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> But, but I can I can empathize because even for me, <laughs> even for me, I thought this game was going to be a tight game. I thought Leicester City had a good chance to, if not to beat Liverpool, to get a point, to get a point at Anfield. I expected it to be a tight game. And I, I'm going to paraphrase what um, Ayo said previously when we were talking. It was a stroll. It was a stroll. I, I couldn't believe it, how, how comfortable Liverpool dealt with them despite all our problems. Um, they surprised me in a bad way, Leicester. I thought, I really thought they were going to go for it. I'm surprised they came the way they did. They were very passive. They were, they, they, they didn't show any intent in the first half. You know, they, they just, just like they just came and rolled over and just said, okay, let's just take the defeat. And it could have been worse than three 0 because Liverpool had clear chances to make it four, five, six. You had Firmino. Femino, Femino had chances. Mane, let's not just talk about Femino. Mane should have had a hat trick today. Mane uh, had three chances that Mane would normally put away. Mane had chances, Femino had chances. Defensive Jota. striker. <laughs> you know, it's, On Twitter, they call him defensive striker. Defensive striker. <laughs> and the defensive, defensive striker added in a goal <laughs> by mistake. <laughs> by mistake, he ended in the goal. <laughs> To finish up the game. Hey, uh, Allah, it's not me. I'm just saying what this is what the streets are saying. It's, this is not my word. Don't shoot the messenger. The streets don't lie. The streets don't lie. They call him the defensive striker. I call him. I call him the tactical striker. I think. I think you know, um, Allah. I'm just adding to what you're saying is that I think that um, Leicester always give Liverpool tough games. They, they tend to play well against the top teams, but the, the modus operandi is basically pack the most. That's what they always do. They cannot counter. They only attack when they are forced to. So the idea of them having the intent, yeah, maybe that intent would have been playing more long balls and trying to catch Liverpool off the back because those guys were never going to go gung-ho against Liverpool away. Yeah, but Butchie, I think they should have. The, the reason why I'm saying that is we have Matip and we have Fabino. Fabino is just back from injury. He That's had right. hamstring. Even um, Caraga was saying before the matter, he's worried that Klopp put him in Fabino in central defense instead of putting him in midfield because Fabino just came back from hamstring. You don't want somebody who's back from hamstring chasing after Jimmy Vardy. So why I thought um, Leicester were going to be dangerous because our center backs are not the quickest, those two guys there. So I was thinking, okay, this is their chance to just launch the ball into the channels. Um, Ashley Barnes, and um, not and um, Avibank, sorry, and Jamie Vardy walk the channels, make Matip and Fabino come out to the channels and then beat them with your pace. They didn't do anything like that. Shemi, Shemi, they, my, my people say to inter, to jump in. My people say, Shemi, that ball where you see, I ain't gonna launch. <laughs> <laughs> Which ball did they see that they're launching? <laughs> oh, no, 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 I think. <laughs> they didn't see the ball now. Which ball? Shemi, where you see ball, I ain't gonna launch. You get yeah, this there was no more to see. In that One that first goal went in. It was rough. Yeah, but they had forty-three percent of the ball. Mm -hmm. They yeah. had eleven shots. They had four, well, they had three corners. Well, well, to be honest, they were dominated. So yeah, they were. I'm not taking were. anything away from Liverpool. Uh, of course, I'm a Liverpool fan. It's just I expected more from Leicester. This I'm has always been your oldest of pride, you know. You know that. Right? Like Liverpool will be dominating. Ola doesn't want to say. He never wants to be bullish about Liverpool. Like. This is what we are going to do. I'm telling you, if I was in your shoes, eh? Well, I'll just let you know. If I was in your shoes, 
It means Manchester United becomes good again. I will be reckless. Some of you Liverpool fans are always very like, oh, let's not say we are good. Oh, let's oh, not. We are good. Let's not we say we are going to win the league. Oh, like, like last season, I remember you guys were like, were like on top. I was still doing this. Oh, there's still time left. I'm like, bro, I'll just let you know. We've suffered. We've if suffered. You two know. We come good by mistake. Right. The way I'll be reckless, eh? people will block me. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, we, just we were so reckless at the end when we won it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when we won it, we were reckless. <laughs> we, 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 were, we were merciless. I remember. Uh, I remember. Nothing was won yet. I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Uh, uh, is, are you finished sure your thoughts? Before I, you know. Uh, well, well uh, my final thought on the game was considering the, the injuries, considering the players we have out, I think it bodes well for us to have comfortably won that match, but I won't get carried away because I'm sure there'll be teams who come at us harder than Leicester did. We've played Sheffield United this season. Sheffield United caused us many problems. We just barely managed to win 2-1. We played West Ham at home. We just managed to win 2-1. So I won't get carried away on the Leicester. That's why you're saying I'm not bullish because I've seen teams cause us problems at Anfield this season. Leicester um, were the worst team to come to Anfield this season. Leeds United cost us a lot of problems. Sheffield United, West Ham, they cost us a lot of problems. And we just managed to beat those teams. 2-1, 2-1, 4-3. So I'm, I'm not carried dude. away. Without due respect, Leeds United will give any team a problem. Correct. Omar. Yeah, that's not, that doesn't mean anything. That's a good segue. We're going to segue very soon to Leeds and Arsenal. Uh, I'm going to use the saying to my thoughts on Liverpool real quick. On what you say about you know people giving problems, it's uh what's the show? This show that have Omar. Uh, oh, what's the show that was on um, HBO for so long? That had it was oh, about the wire. The wire. The wire. I'm going to say wire, wire. saying by Omar. You say when you come for the king, you best, you best use your miss. best not, shot. You best not miss. Best not miss. That's right. <laughs> best not miss. Correct. That's what that's, that's, that's what we're right. facing. We are going for the champions. Everybody's bringing their best. This is the champions. It's just typical mentality. I mean, when we were, when we were dominating, that was how it was. Like, we were like, this is not this team that maybe Chelsea will play. What was that team? Blackburn. Blackburn is the team I always remember back in the days. Chelsea will play Blackburn the week before. Chelsea will give Blackburn 6 6 0. They'll come to Trafford, like Gucci said. Oh boy, their keeper, what's his name? Brad Friedel will turn to. Superman. My brother used to say, my brother used to say, the guy will turn monkey. He will save. My brother is an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Weirdly, Blackburn also used to give Arsenal problems. Yeah. I remember that. Everything, yeah. you know, left, right, but I'm like, last week, you were done, I just passed to drug back. And for Opal, like, you know, I'll be so angry about it. So, yeah, that's, I think that's how Liverpool. So, the second thing about Liverpool, I'm going to say is Liverpool are going to win the league. I know I bring a lot of bullish comments and they are going to win the league. That performance I saw today, I was watching that thing and I was like, Liverpool have six, seven players out. The level of intensity I saw in that game. I want to. So that's, to, that's my final thoughts. Liverpool are going to win the league. I want to say something quickly. Amen. So, 10 seconds. <laughs> I can't say amen to that. <laughs> you know, I, I respect. I That's respect. why he answered it by himself. He's not going to say amen to that. He knows he's not going to get amen for it. That doesn't mean realist here. You know, my the fans are like that. Liverpool are the favourites, but Liverpool are the favourites. But I want to wait till December. The reason why I want to wait till December is normally at this time of the season we just play one more game because we usually predict after ten games. 
we statistically it's been proven that the people who are in the top four in the after 10, 11 games typically stay the there. Typically, yeah. Yes, yeah, most of the time, maybe one falls out. But the problem I have is that there are three teams that are looking good, but this is not a normal season. I agree. A lot of things can happen, especially with COVID. There's a lot of games between now and December. I want to see who's in, who's on top of December. Between Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea, if those three teams create a gap between the rest of the teams, it's between them. If any of them, if there's like a duo who have a gap, six, seven points gap. I'm pointing that out is if Moreno gets ahead of Klopp, it might be hard for Klopp to catch up. It might be one of those it might be like that season where Liverpool were chasing City, where you would need to play all out. Because this guy will pack the boss from now till next season. He will win one zero games from now. If he gets to December topping the league, after all this, they are, you know, their top run again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just the only caveat. I'm not saying Liverpool are not my favorites. They are my favorites. Yeah. They're actually better than everybody else. But one, the fact of we don't know what kind of season we're having. Liverpool yeah. could lose two, three more players. Same with any other team. Yeah. And Spurs could take advantage and get ahead. And once Spurs get ahead, I see. I'm seeing the Moreno. I, you know, the Moreno I fear. I see, I see the Moreno I fear. That's that's. Did, did you did you know? Did you, did you watch after the match finished yesterday? The way it was bouncing onto the pitch. The, you know the, the swagger. Did, did, did you see? It was it was like this. <laughs> it, it was. Okay. It, even even after he left the pitch, he went into the tunnel. The camera showed him in the, in the tunnel. He was still like that. He was just bouncing. He was bouncing. I was like, yeah, Moreno is black. Moreno, Moreno is, black. is black. My conclusion is my agenda, my, my football club, right? That everybody knows. I'm the president, CEO, um, chairman of Atam Web, uh, any team against Moreno FC. Atam FC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the CEO of that. Of that. I, can, I can tell you that that's Football club, the foundation is shaking. So that's that's the conclusion of this weekend. The foundation <laughs> of anything with this money is shaking. It's shaking badly right now. <laughs> that's that's my conclusion of that. The foundation is shaking right now. But... I, I got a lot. I got a lot still out because, dude. We don't, just thank God we don't have any Moreno fans on this podcast. Because, dude, I'm, I won't be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. So shaking. So. Yeah. I, and the conclusion of those three, of what she said, to add my own caveat, I think Liverpool are going to win the league. I don't think they'll run away with it. That's not happening this season. And because of that um, thing that you said here, we don't know what kind of support. There's going to be injuries. And I think it's going to be a close title race. But just that know-how of the players and the club, so know-how of the players and the, and the, and the manager combined together, I think Liverpool will do it. I think sports might push them close, even though it's too early to say that. Because, I, again, I want to see where they are by December. Because I think they have a tough run of games. This, this yeah, sport yeah, used to love me, but it doesn't love me anymore. For the past how many years, I've had to endure Liverpool Man City. Now you're going to add Moreno and Spurs? <laughs> <laughs> I think Spurs are the title race. I really think so. That performance ah, is against the team. They're the title race. But, after the bot here, let me see how they do over there. Because they have to play Chelsea, Chelsea play yeah, Liverpool. Top, top games. Yeah. yeah. But if you get to December 26, and it's still kind of like these three, four points between them. Those are those are my two favorite titles. Chelsea will just be there, but when I look at Chelsea, I just think that the know-how of the team, the know-how of the manager is 
I think it's going to be might be their problem where they, they might not be able to last the whole. But I think they should comfortably be. That's the next match, Chelsea Spurs. Yeah, that's Chelsea right. Spurs is the next match. Yeah, it's the next that's match. Right. Okay, good segue. You talked about Leeds, about Leeds being able to beat anybody. Good segue to Leeds Arsenal. I'll, I'll take this since I let you guys start. Uh, I look at Leeds, I look at Arsenal. I'm in Leeds. You know, I look at them. I'm like, Leeds look like they're on a mission to make. And I think I post that online on Facebook. They are on a mission to make each game they play, no matter how the game ends, to be the most entertaining. This is the most entertaining zero zero I've seen <laughs> in a very long time. <laughs> They created so many chances, but they were wasteful. Like the level of wastefulness is elite. That was elite level wastefulness. They and I said this post three times. Yeah, correct. I said this because I I, I remember watching the pod uh, a while back, and on this one, I was like, the problem yeah, the only problem he has about Leeds is that they created a load of chances, but they missed a load of chances. That's the thing. And when I saw this, I just remember that pod. Like this guy is so right, but they created so much chances. I know BSR would not adapt, but now they have to, they are, they are getting to this place where they kind of have to be careful. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I know some people are saying they might be election. I don't think so. I think they are good enough to like, but this level of wastefulness, if they make it become a habit, they they might get dragged into like that sitting around that relegation when, when we get to like, you know, the key part of the season. Because I think they are so good that if they are finishing is just above average, they should comfortably finish in mid table, you know, level 12. 10 to 11, 12. Uh, <laughs> I think they should. I gotta laugh. They I should. I gotta laugh at that. Uh, no, no. I, that's, that's my opinion. opinion. I know. That's what I'm saying. My own opinion is like, no. Hell no. Look, you, I'll let you talk. <laughs> Let me finish my thoughts. Let me jump to Arsenal. Man, Arsenal, LVG vibes. I'm telling every, every Arsenal fan I know. Arsenal are giving me LVG vibes. And I say this is in the sense that. Ateta is coaching everything that thing to the very granular level. When it comes off, it looks great, you know. So many games, all the big games you can think of, that give Ateta all the praise he gets, right? And we said that winning Old Trafford. But more often than not, it looks like it might not come off and it's killing whatever creativity that they have and they should have, you know, in Pepe, William, Aubameyang, Saka. It's sucking it out of them. And they are too pragmatic, and they are underperforming. They are clearly underperforming right now because they cannot keep playing like this. You know, Obamayang uh, has not scored any good open play since like I think the first game of season against Fulham. Yeah, and Fulham is like you know everybody. Fulham is what they call you know when you play what card. Fulham is what you call general markets. <laughs> everybody <laughs> call a collect. <laughs> that's, that's why I like a Fulham general markets. So I don't need Fulham to judge anything. Uh, Arsenal need to find creativity quick. I know they missed uh, Pate. Pate gives them that drive in midfield, but they need to find their creativity quick. If not, they might end up having similar season and last season, which is no progress, you know? Their creativity is at home playing Fortnite. They don't need to find it. It's there in their club. Look, <laughs> it's just, look, it's look, there at look. home. I'll let you guys before. Okay. Arsenal doesn't have any... Speak of it. Arsenal zone is very easy. Yeah. You already said everything about Arsenal. The only thing I'm going to add is this, right? Managers that overmanage teams tend to have X factors. They have the players to do the thing in the extra third, in the final third. That X factor player, you know, some people will call it, um, you know, star quality, whatever. But you know what I mean? X factor. The, yeah. And 
for example, Pep, who was a ma, you know micromanager of the highest micromanager. Mm. Messi, KDB, you know Sterling, Aguero. You can see how lack of Aguero or KDB affects City. It's not because they don't have enough good players because they need that X factor, somebody to take away two, three players. After I don't have it, with all due respect, Aubameyang uh, is just a finisher. Aubameyang is not going to dribble four, five players or dribble two players. I can't even remember Aubameyang dribbling a man. I mean, like <laughs> I can't remember. I'm, I'm not saying he don't can't dribble, but it's not really his highlight. He's rare. Yeah, he's, rare. he's a guy that just he's, a, he's, he's to me he's a poacher. Yes. He's a guy that positions and finishes. Like I said, it's the poacher. Will I am is, you know, take on his man, cross the ball. And Will I am has, and Pepe, they're not there. They fan So, what I'm saying that is, if Arsenal don't go out and, you know, go get a Jordan Sancho, get a, you know, Haaland or somebody, not even Haaland, somebody like Havet, so somebody who will, do the X Factor thing in the final four. They're not, they're not winning winning games. Because the most creativity that comes out of Arsenal right now is from Saka. So you can see what I'm trying to say that that they need that. It looks like it's down. That's hmm? a bit more trouble for them. It looks yeah. like they got injured today. Exactly. Yeah. So you know that's their that's their problem. They don't have no X factor in that team. There's no player I would pay to go in Arsenal that I'll pay to go and watch. Let me put it like that. There's no, not, not even one. Sorry. Leeds United, I'm sorry, but if they don't change, they, you don't win games because you played well. You win games because you won. Correct. And you win games because you defend. The first part of football of, of being better than you are or being better than your peers is defending well. The difference between the, the teams in the lower third, let's be very honest, and the teams in the uh, top third <laughs> is defending. If we go through the top six, seven teams in the Premier League, you will see that the best defenders are there. You, you, can, you don't find too many good defenders in the lower teams. I'm not trying to say they're not good, but for this quality of football, you need good defending. And that's the only thing Leeds don't have. You cannot go out and uh, play teams daily. Look at the best team in the league in terms of squad, Man City. Why are they struggling? They can't defend. So this idea that Leeds will go out every day and are play teams, and, dude, they have played the best games I've watched this season. They played. You said they played the best zero zero. They played the best one one I've seen in a long time against City. Yeah, against Man City. They played the best game of all of the season against Liverpool, but they lost that. Yeah. So the best three, the best three games that they played this season. They lost it. One loss and two draws. Two and draws, that's how yeah. that's how they're gonna end up being better than but, but what are, those are the best teams though. See my, my thought process. And I think yeah. you should wrap up because we have just eight minutes yeah. left. Those yeah, are, but what are... what why I'm saying that was because of the you know, basically look at that. Then they go and lose to Crystal Palace, lose to Leicester and all of that. They lost four one, four one back to back. That defensive problem is what they have to face because it's not about scoring chances. I think their defense is poor. That's just it. If a team goes at them, let's not use Aston. Aston is not a team that will go at them. Liverpool went at them and scored them. They went at Liverpool too. So that's the problem they have in that over the run of a season, I don't think they will, if they don't change, they don't, I don't think they will get what they deserve, which is to be in the top 10. I don't think they'll get relegated, by the way. 
right there. Point. Correct. Yeah, I agree with your points. Yeah, I agree. Those are very fair points. Uh, I think that's, that's a good wrap up of the week. Let's go to our weekly awards quickly. Uh, stay with Bucci. Give me egg on the face moment and uh, kudos quickly. You have five minutes. My left. egg on the face moment is Pep Guardiola. Um, this was a match made in heaven. You were facing your nemesis, your great opponent of all time. This is the guy. And then two, you had been having this speculation about your future for about a year now. And then you signed a new contract on Thursday. Get into the game. This was a game. Your season hasn't been going well. You were supposed to come out and say, look, because it was like, oh, finally things are doing. You get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. This guy, you go there and go there. Well, it was, it was like, man, Pep, come on, do better. My um, moments of the week, I actually have two, because I just thought about a second one. The first one is the Sam Johnston. Like every United Academy keeper that leaves Manchester United and goes to another club and comes back to, to, to Old Trafford, they put on the games of their lives, maybe to show us that we should have never let them go. But Sam Johnston really, really deserved the clean sheet yesterday. That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, even though that penalty was right with chalks up, he deserved a clean sheet. I mean, my, my United fan, so it's very, it's, you know, it's, that's just... Yeah, penalty good. United. Manchester ah, United. My friend, keep quiet. <laughs> keep quiet. Your, your, your striker is the highest goal scorer in penalty. <laughs> and the other guy, quickly, is Jota. I just thought about him and said, Dogo, Jota deserves to get more praise. Coming into Liverpool, this guy has actually... We were talking about Liverpool losing seven players. That guy has come in and become two extra players. Him and another player. He has done better than anybody has expected. So those are my two moments of the week. Hola. Okay. Um, I'll I'll go with egg of the egg on the face for Brendan Rogers. Um now I'm not I'm not one of those Liverpool fans who who disrespects Rogers. I thought he did well for us, even when we lost the league title. I don't think that was his fault. Many Liverpool fans tried to pin that on him. I like the guy, I think he's a good coach. But it disappointed me tonight. Well, disappointed in a way that I thought they could have come to make a game of it at Anfield. I expected better. I'm not complaining. Liverpool won, won comfortably. But I thought Rogers could have come out with more intent tonight. We, we, we have weaknesses that could have been exploited. I take the point that, okay, they couldn't really get the ball. But Leicester City, well, even when they beat Man City, they didn't, they didn't get the ball off Man City. Man City had like 80% possession or 75% possession. And they beat Man City 5-2. It's Vardy so, your team. It's Vardy your fantasy team. Who? Vardy. I am Vardy, yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it. I don't have to reason, but I don't have to reason. That's not the reason. That's not the reason. I was like, this guy sounds like he has Vardy. That's not the reason. That's not the reason. But I just expected better from them. They, okay. they, they, I, I expected a better match, but yeah, I'm not complaining. Um, For... Moment of the week or kudos of the week, I'll go with. Uh, I have to go with the bitter blues from Messi side. Their top striker, Dominic Calvert Lewandowski, <laughs> banging in the goals. You know, I am sticking with the fantasy football like I just brought up. Buddy, it's it's the opposite for me with um, um, DCL. Every week I keep saying this guy is going to stop scoring. I'm not going to buy him. I'm not going to buy him. Game week one up to game week nine now. I keep saying I won't buy him. The guy has now scored 10 goals in nine games, all from open play, no penalties. He's, 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 he's really, really having a fantastic season. And his two goals today 
show that this guy is for real. It's the real deal. It's consistency since Ancelotti came in. And he said something in, a, in an interview. He said, they asked him, how did you improve? He said, Ancelotti just told him, focus on staying between the sticks, between the goalposts. Don't be running elter skelter. And this guy has taken that advice. You can see now he has tailored his game. He's a very good finisher, fantastic in the air. And I think um, I have to give him praise because Everton, uh, they lost their last three games. They, they've not won in four games. And today they managed to win. Okay. Ayo, you did say general markets, Fulham. So let us, not, let us not praise them too much. Let us not praise Everton too much. Because Fulham are general markets. Exactly. <laughs> but let, let's, just, let's just praise Dominic. Let uh, us praise Dominic. But let's not praise Everton too much. Okay. Let me yeah. just last. I'll say mine real quick. So I, so I can end the show. Egg on the first moment is just simple. I'll do this. Everybody knows him. When he scores, he always does this. Nicolas Pepe. <laughs> Pepe them gang. <laughs> Pepe like Mr. Pepe. Pepe them for Arsenal. It's like this. Like, it's 72 million. Egg on the Facebook, 72 million. You haven't started. I think it's his first game that started in the league in a while. He was kind of getting the game tools on the first half. I was chatting with an Arsenal fan. Like, oh, Pepe is even looking better than William. William gets subbed off, understood. Like, okay, show us. Show, show, give us something. This was a wide open lead. Could have maybe done something. Get got an assist. What does he do? He gets an headbutt. Very stupid headbutt. Mm -hmm. lost, lost them the opportunity, in my opinion, of winning that game because they could have won. Ateta was angry with him. Yes. Ateta most, was very angry with him. Most expensive Atarodo in history. I saw that. I saw that. I literally tried. Arsenal went from Tiki Taka in a way under uh, whoever, maybe Wenga or something before Emery. And now Arsenal are now Kati Kati. <laughs> yeah, in Yoruba for our audience, this rubbish. Kati Kati. Yeah, that's how we're Kati Kati Kati. I have the podcast. You guys need to stop. You guys need to stop. Moment of the week, in my opinion, I hate to say this. I picked when when Liverpool got in 2016. I said it was a special manager. I hate this has come right. I'm, I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. I hate that I keep that I got this right. This is a team that had seven players out. And the level of intensity I saw in Liverpool play today, it looked like Leicester was the ones with seven players out. That's, I'm going to end it on, on that note. Uh, Bucci, thanks for coming. Ola, thanks for coming. Like, uh, like, share, subscribe. All our address will be at the end of the page. Also, watch out for our FPL um, update, uh, which will be by, by yours truly at the end of the show. Bye, Dominic Avaluin. <laughs> <laughs> Champions. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of our Who's Art and Who's Not Fantasy Football segment for your Footy Fantasy Podcast. And welcome back from the international break with all kinds of shenanigans going on, injuries, COVID-19, keeping players out. But the game week is back and let's go ahead and find out who's art. Mendy, the goalkeeper for Chelsea, he's hot, 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 hot. He has stopped all the banter aimed at Chelsea for conceding so many goals. In the past five games in the Premier League since he started, he's considered only once and kept four clean sheets. He is definitely hot, 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 and he's doing well. If you want to get in a consistent goalkeeper who's going to pick up points for you, Mendy from Chelsea is the one to go for at this moment. 
is hot, 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 hot. Now, who's not hot may go to the blue side of Messi's side. It's James Rodriguez, who came into the season blasting in assistant goals, but has had three consecutive blanks for Everton. He is no longer hot. For the price tag, you could shift him out and get in some better players who are picking up points at the moment, including Diogo Jota of Liverpool. He is somebody who you can replace Hamish Rodriguez with, or you can also go in and get in somebody from Crystal Palace, Wilfred Zaha, except that Zaha now has COVID-19. Yeah, year 2020. So, Hamish Rodriguez is no longer hot, but you can look around and try to get better options if you want, or you can stick with him and see if he can still get to assist in the next few games. But for the moment, let us just point out that Amish Rodriguez is no longer hot, hot, hot. And with the next set of fixtures starting this game week on a Friday, keep an eye out on the injury news, keep an eye out on the COVID-19 news, try to find out which players are probably not going to play. Mohamed Salah is going to be back in contention this game week. And so for those who are Salah, they can look forward to him banging in the goals once again. But this time, he'll be fit to do so. So that's our segment for this week. Continue to join us on subsequent podcasts. And we'll continue to keep give you tips. And we'll continue to give you advice. Stay. Stay, stay, stay at the top of your game by watching out for more editions of this podcast. So take it easy. And cheers.